Welcome into episode three of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. I'm your host, Connor Rabchak. The Winnipeg Jets had a central division filled week, taking on the St. Louis Blues, Nashville Predators, and Dallas Stars. And they put up some major offensive point totals in those first two games. So let's get right into it. Before we get into the Jets 5-2 win over the St. Louis Blues, if this is your first time checking out Winnipeg Jets Weekly, make sure you hit the subscribe button, make sure you hit the thumbs up, and make sure you check us out next week, every Monday morning, recapping the week that was and previewing the upcoming week for the Winnipeg Jets. It was a hot start to the week for the Winnipeg Jets as they picked up their second straight victory over the St. Louis Blues. Kyle Connor had two goals, Alex Iafalo had four assists. Mark Scheifele got things started with a power play goal early in the first period, and the top line really just carried the load offensively for the majority of this one. Another thing that happened in this one is the power play got going. They went two for three and was a huge difference in the win. That's been arguably one of the biggest on-ice storylines so far this season, and they're finally starting to turn a corner, and this was a game where they looked dominant. Even the the one they didn't score on, they generated a lot of looks, and obviously they get the two goals which helped power them to victory. And on the flip side of this one, the St. Louis Blues have actually won four out of their last five games with this being their one loss. And most recently, they just beat the Colorado Avalanche on the road by a score of eight to two, which makes this win all the more impressive from Winnipeg's perspective. Connor Hellebuck picks up the win. He didn't look his sharpest, but only two goals allowed. And he he got some help from Dylan DeMello and Vladislav Nemesikov making some saves for him as he was out of position a few times. This was a great way to end the road trip before the Jets returned home and kicked off a five-game homestand against the Nashville Predators, and they carried their momentum right into this one. I'm not even really sure where to start with storylines for this one because this was such an action-packed game. The Winnipeg Jets pick up a 6-3 win over the Nashville Predators, another Central Division opponent. Adam Lowry talked after the game that it's nice to bank these points against your division so early in the season. And Kyle Connor's hat-trick powered them to victory. His second goal was deja vu. If you haven't seen it already, check out my tweet. Uh, he scored the exact same goal, essentially, against Nashville back in 2019 and pulled the exact same move in this one en route to a hat-trick in the win. It was also Manitoba Moose Night as the Winnipeg Jets honored their AHL affiliate and recognized all the players that kind of jump-started their career there. Uh, Josh Morrissey, Kyle Connor, Cole Perfetti, and Connor Hellebuck, who didn't actually play in this one. Lauren Bressois got the start, and he got his first win of the season, which was nice to see, and likely a huge confidence boost for him moving forward. And speaking of Manitoba Moose alumni, Dylan Sandberg finished this game with nine blocked shots. Whether it was even strength or on the penalty kill, he was putting his body on the line and really contributing to the Jets defensively, and he earned the jacket in the postgame as his teammates really recognized how many shots he was blocking throughout the game. That penalty kill that I mentioned went five for five, and the Predators don't really have the best power play in the league, but it's still nice to see the Jets have a get-right game on that side of the special teams battle. So much talk has been about the power play so far early in the season, but the penalty kill was struggling as well, and it was nice to see them go five for five in this one, completely shutting down the Predators while shorthanded. And Dylan Sandberg's nine block shots were a big part of that. Late in the third period, when the Predators had a power play, Sandberg blocked two shots from Philip Forsberg as he was winding up for these slap shots from the high slot. And Philip Forsberg at the time had both the Predators' goals in this game. Uh, obviously, the Predators get a late one and get their third. But up until that point, he was their only goal scorer. Sandberg was putting his body on the line, and his teammates and coaches noticed. This gave the Jets their third straight win, with all of them coming against Central Division opponents. 
It was an action-packed game from start to finish, and the fans in the building were really showing their support, getting loud. They had a lot to cheer for with six goals, but it was a great night at Canada Life Center. And if you want to hear a longer breakdown of this Jets win, go check it out on the Winnipeg Sports Talk YouTube channel. Remus and I did a 30-minute breakdown of the Jets' 6-3 win. There was a lot to talk about. Like I said, this only covered a little bit of it, but we covered everything in that video. Go check it out, leave a thumbs up, and let us know what you think. The Winnipeg Jets winning streak ended there as they lost to the Dallas Stars by a score of 3-2 on Saturday. This game was the second most important sporting event in Winnipeg that day. Uh, obviously, the game was pushed back an hour due to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers playing in the CFL's Western Final against the BC Lions at 5.30. The Bombers won that game, the Jets did not. So Winnipeg fans got half of their sports teams a win, but I think if you had to choose, most Winnipeg fans would have taken the, the Bombers winning the West Final. As for this game, you could tell that Dallas is a really good team at 5-on-5 five five and why they're one of the elite contenders in the NHL. For the first two periods, they completely dominated this game. Even strength, special teams, you name it, they dominated it. This was a solid early season test for the Jets as they were coming off the three straight wins, like I mentioned. And Dallas, like I said, one of the best teams in the NHL. The Jets actually outshot the Stars 16-7 to in the third period. Whether that was adjustments or the Jets really finding their game with the afternoon start, I'm not sure. But the Jets really poured it on in the third, but it was too little too late. Cole Perfetti scored again, extending his goal streak to three straight games. And Brendan Dillon continues his offensive outburst as he scored to make it a 3-2 game halfway through the third period, gave the Jets life down the stretch. But like I said, too little, too late. The Jets poured it on with the shot attempts and the expected goals, but Wedgwood was up to the task and the Jets dropped this one at home. Now, before we get into the back half of the episode, make sure you drop a like below, hit the thumbs up. We really appreciate the support. And if you're not already subscribed to WST, make sure you're subscribing and hitting the notification bell so you get notified every time we post on YouTube. If this is your first time checking out the show, we've got two segments. We've got the hardest working jet of the week, and we've got the three stars of the week for the Winnipeg Jets. So let's get right into it with the hardest working jet of the week. My hardest working jet of the week is Neil Pionk, and to be honest, there was no one else even in contention for it this week. He scores the goal against St. Louis, he's a part of the penalty kill that got back on track against Nashville, and followed that up with a good game against Dallas. When you factor in what Pionk is going through off of the ice and how well he was able to play under those circumstances, I feel there's no other selection you could argue for this week's hardest working jet of the week. Neil Pionk spoke Friday to the media at Canada Life Center, speaking on Adam Johnson's life, being chartered to the funeral, speaking at the funeral, and then scoring the next day. That was just a nice moment to see for Neil Pionk. Obviously, the players on the bench were all consoling him after he scored. Just a nice rallying moment, which must have felt really nice for Pionk, given what he's gone through over the past couple of weeks. The story was first written by Mike McIntyre of the Winnipeg Free Press, and in that piece, Pionk spoke to how there was a moment in the penalty box of one of his games where all he could think about was Adam Johnson. Then in this Friday press conference, he talks about when he goes home, it's all he can think about. When he's driving, it's all he can think about. And hockey is kind of a distraction for him. And being able to just play hockey, never mind do it at a high level, and be one of the hardest working players on your team doing this under all of these circumstances is incredibly impressive, and it makes Neil Pionk the landslide pick for hardest working jet of the week. 
And now it's time to get into the three stars of the week for the Winnipeg Jets. And as I said earlier on in the episode, they put up some real video game numbers in the first two games against St. Louis and Nashville. So there are some easy picks as well for three stars of the week. The third star of the week for the Winnipeg Jets is Alex Ayafalo. He had the four assist game in St. Louis, which actually tied a franchise record for assists in a game. And then he followed that up with two in the Nashville game. And he's a huge reason why that top line is getting back on track. And then earlier in the episode, I talked about the penalty kill. They're getting back on track. The Nashville game, they went five for five. He's a two-way player, two-way forward. He's great at it. He's a big reason why the penalty kill is back on track. And as you can see, if you're on YouTube, he's got 12 points in 14 games. He's on pace for a career year. That, that'll happen offensively when you're playing with Connor and Shifley. But it's his two-way game that has been a huge addition to the Jets' top six. And he is my third star of the week. And my choice for second star of the week with three goals in three games, Cole Perfetti. He's been great. That second line is getting back on track. His line mate, Nikolai Ehlers, is starting to look like himself after missing all of preseason with an injury. But Cole Perfetti, I said it after the Nashville game, and I'll say it again here. He's having an underrated season. So much of that talk has been about the top line and the numbers that they're putting up, such as Alex Iafalo. And then the third line, the Lowry line, which really started the year off hot. They're still rolling offensively, but that second line has flown under the radar. Their analytics are great. Cole Perfetti's got 11 points in 14 games, and he's my choice for second star of the week. My first star of the week is Kyle Connor. He had the hat trick against Nashville with the gorgeous second goal of the game. He had the two goals against St. Louis, and he's now up to 11 goals on the season with 17 points in 14 games. He's been absolutely dynamic offensively. Him and Mark Shifley say what you want about their defensive game, but offensively, they've been producing at an elite level. And Alex Iafalo, the third star of the week, he's been a big part of that. But Kyle Connor, easy choice for first star of the week given the five goals in the first two games. Kyle Connor has also been a huge reason for the power play getting back on track. I thought earlier in the season, they were kind of a little predictable on the power play. They were forcing everything to Kyle Connor, forcing him to shoot the one-timer. But now it seems a little less predictable in that he's looking to pass down low. He's looking for the seam pass across to Shifley. And there are just more options resulting in more chances, more goals. And that power play is really starting to click. If they can keep that rolling, get the penalty kill going, and keep the lines dominating at 5-on-5, five five, the Jets are going to win a lot of games in the near future. Before we start previewing next week, there is one stat I wanted to share with you guys, and that is the Winnipeg Jets leading the NHL in expected goals against per 60. The data is from Top Down Hockey, and Jay Fresh posted this on his Twitter. He posts a lot of fun analytics like this, so go follow him at Hockey. But this is a huge development for the Jets early on in the season. They're suppressing chances better than anyone else in the NHL. Connor Hellebuck hasn't been his usual self yet. Lauren Brassois just picked up his first win of the season. But if they can keep this rolling at 5-on-5, five five, the Jets look to be a force in the Western Conference. Hellebuck can get going. Power play and penalty kill starting to turn a corner a little bit. If they can keep suppressing chances like this at 5-on-5, five five, uh, they're going to be just fine in the long run. Now let's get into the Jets' upcoming schedule. They're in the middle of a five-game homestand, which continues Tuesday night against the New Jersey Devils. And on last week's episode, I talked about how Jack Hughes is week-to-week with an upper body injury, so I'd still label him as questionable for that game. But the Devils have been just fine without him, so a good test coming in Eastern Conference team for the Winnipeg Jets. That continues Friday night against the Buffalo Sabres. A very young, exciting team, up and coming in the Eastern Conference. They are really up and down and streaky. They'll beat a really good team 4-0 and then they'll lose to a team that they should have beat. 
that's kind of the the case with younger teams in the NHL, but they're a really fun watch. So if you're heading down to Canada Life Center, expect a fun game for that one. And then the Jets, they are fresh off beating Arizona last week. They get them again Saturday night, November 18th, a back-to-back at home, which is nice because I feel that the Jets have played a lot of, you know, weeknight games, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, but getting the back-to-back Friday, Saturday is good. Get some people in the building. That'll be great. And then on next week's episode, I will preview the Tampa Bay Lightning and Florida Panthers road games. Those are over a week and a half away, but that's what you can expect next week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly. That's going to do it for episode three of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. Make sure you've hit the thumbs up button and make sure you're subscribed to Winnipeg Sports Talk on YouTube, hitting the notification bell. On Monday's show, they're going to be having Dustin Nielsen and Troy Westwood to talk about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and BC Lions West Final, previewing the Grey Cup. That should be good. And they're also going to have Dave pulling on for some more Winnipeg Jets and NHL talk. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that. Make sure you're right back here next Monday morning. I'll be breaking down the Jets' remaining three games in their homestand. This has been Winnipeg Jets Weekly with your host, Connor Rabjack. Thank you for tuning in and have a great week, everyone.